I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Here we go, Steeler fans. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Steelers Fantasy Football Fix. I am your host, Jeremy Betts, and today we are going to talk about fantasy wide receivers. We are going to dive so deep into fantasy wide receivers that you'll never get back out, all right? They will be on your mind 24-7 until your draft. Who are the wide receivers, the superstars, the studs, the hidden gems that are going to come through for me in the clutch for my fantasy football season? We're talking everything from the top receivers in the game to uh, guys that you can stash on your bench with hopes that they will turn into valuable assets later. We're going to see it all. We're going to hear it all today. We're going to get to it all, and I hope you enjoy it. I know I enjoy doing these podcasts. If you're new to the Behind the Steel Curtain family of podcasts or the website, I would encourage you to stick with it. Check it out. It should be your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. If you see it on other platforms, you probably would see it here first if you came to BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. So check it out. Check out all of our podcasts. It is such a top-of-the-line uh, product that Behind the Steel Curtain is putting out, so make sure you are on top of that um, and keeping up with what is new. All right, wide receivers. Guys, this is the deepest position group in fantasy football, and it's not particularly close by any means. There are fantastic values, guys that can be you know, top-of-the-line contributors uh, that you can find in the middle to late rounds of your drafts, depending on how many players, or I'm sorry, how many teams are in your league, obviously, that has something to do with it, but 
Wide receiver provides such great value in the middle rounds. Uh, you can get solid wide receivers later than you can get uh, great running backs and uh, great tight ends even. That's a big deal this year. We're seeing that more than ever with the tight end position, which we will talk about later. But right now, we're talking wide receivers. The top players at the wide receiver position do separate themselves uh, from the middle of the pack, but not quite as much as, uh, like, say, the top running backs do. Um, Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, and company are going to really separate themselves if they stay healthy from the middle of the pack to a, to a point where you, the value in the middle rounds at running back is not quite there as much as um, as the guys in the wide receiver position. I, I looking at it, can think of... Seven or eight, I mean, it's it's close. Seven or eight guys that could probably be the number one scoring wide receiver in fantasy football this year without, without even um, sweating about it. I mean, I, I could see any of these guys being that. Uh, let's talk about those guys. My top seven wide receivers for the 2021 season, I think the top seven guys can all potentially be the number one scoring fantasy wide receiver in the NFL. Obviously, Devontae Adams is number one. He's playing lights out with Aaron Rodgers at the helm, and Aaron Rodgers is back in case you missed that. So lock in Adams as your number one wide receiver going into your drafts. Tyreek Hill could easily vie for that spot uh, with Patrick Mahomes as his quarterback. Tyreek Hill is my second-ranked wide receiver. Stephon Diggs really broke out with Buffalo last year. He's my third-ranked receiver and a guy I could really see leading the NFL in fantasy points at the wide receiver position if Josh Allen continues his stellar play from last year. DeAndre Hopkins just soaks up a ton of targets in that offense. Um, he is going to be their number one playmaker outside of Kyler Murray, but Kyler Murray is the one dishing him the football, so Hopkins can also be uh, the number one scoring wide receiver. I could see that easily. He is my number four player. At number five, I have Calvin Ridley. Uh, Calvin Ridley takes over the number one role in the Atlanta offense if he didn't have it already last year. With Julio Jones gone, it just means more targets going to Ridley, and he is a player that can take advantage. Uh, right behind him at number six, I have DK Metcalf with Seattle. He's going to be a little more boomer bust, but if he booms, the boy can score points. So uh, check Metcalf in your top, uh, in the top of the of your drafts, and uh, he could be a he could easily be the number one scoring wide receiver by the end. Of the season, and then my last guy who I think could be the top scoring wide receiver is Keenan Allen from the Chargers. And hear me out because I have him ranked a little higher than most places would. I know ESPN; he's right at uh, ten, and uh, I think uh, in some other places he's a little bit lower than that. But um, Keenan Allen has a fantastic quarterback playing uh, playing there now, and Justin Herbert. Uh, he's going to take a, a second-year step up, I believe. Um, and Keenan Allen's just going to be a target monster. He's an excellent route ru runner, so he's going to score a lot of points. He, in my opinion, could be a top-scoring wide receiver by the end of the season as well. Just missing that top seven, but rounding out my top ten at number eight, I have Justin Jefferson. Don't know if he can be the top-scoring wide receiver. Maybe, 
but uh, I, I don't see that happening. But he's my number eight wide receiver. AJ Brown from Tennessee. Um, same thing with him. A, a great player, but his uh, ceiling might be hit a little bit with Julio Jones coming into town. It's a little different than Corey Davis, obviously having a future Hall of Famer in Julio Jones there alongside him, but I still like A.J. Brown to be the top dog over there in Tennessee. And then Allen Robinson in Chicago. Man, this guy, doesn't matter what quarterback is playing over there, he's going to get a lot of targets. He's going to be a top player. Uh, He is the top He is my 10th wide receiver going into the season. So that's my top 10 guys I think you should target earlier than some of the other guys. But, um, you know, the depth, you can already see that in the top 10 is more so than uh, at running back. So uh, depth is great uh, at wide receiver. Keep that in mind when you're going into your draft. All right, I know what all of you want to know, and that is how do we sort – the Steelers wide receivers, and that's what we're going to do here, sorting the Steelers. We're going to talk about the three top guys in this offense, and uh, I'm going to go by their ESPN ranking and how I talk about them. So uh, ESPN ranks uh, first of the Steelers wide receivers, Deontay Johnson. He is the 20th ranked wide receiver on ESPN, and to contrast that, um, I want to show you or tell you about where he's at on NFL.com's fantasy rankings. He is 24th and third of the Steelers' big three in NFL.com's rankings. I just don't see that happening. So we'll talk about that a little bit later, but that's the disparity there. 20th in ESPN and 24th in NFL.com. So uh, not too far apart, obviously, those rankings, but where the other Steelers fall is a little bit different. The second highest Steeler, according to ESPN's rankings, is Chase Claypool, and he is the 29th ranked wide receiver on ESPN's uh, rankings list. To contrast that with NFL.com, he is the 14th ranked wide receiver and first among the Steelers' big three on NFL.com. Honestly, NFL.com sees him as a potential superstar. I do as well. I don't know if I'd rank him there right now, um, but by midseason, we may be changing our tune about this guy. He may be a top 10, top 15 wide receiver in the NFL as far as fantasy goes, and that's something to watch. And then third ranked out of the Steelers' Wide receivers, uh, according to ESPN, is Juju Smith-Schuster, and he is the 33rd overall ranked wide receiver, according to them, on NFL.com. He is the 21st ranked and second out of the three. So you can see a disparity there between these three guys, and really it's your viewpoint on the type of player. So let me break them down for you a little bit. Um, first off, let's start with Deontay Johnson since ESPN ranks him highest. Uh, this guy is is going to be the top target in Pittsburgh. And by top target, I mean he's going to get the most targets. Not anything like he's going to be the best wide receiver necessarily, but he is going to be the top target because he is going to get the most targets from his quarterback. He's a yards after catch monster uh, he's a PPR monster. Give him a boost in PPR leagues if you, that is what you're playing. Um, he is going to catch a lot of balls. 
He's going to be open a lot, and uh, a lot of it may be some underneath stuff. I don't know if he's really a an intermediate to deep threat really on this team. I don't know if that's his going to be his role, but um, he has a great chance to be the yardage leader by the end of the year, just because he's such a yak 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 kind of guy yards after catch. So uh, keep that in mind for Johnson. The big thing for him is can he score touchdowns, enough touchdowns to be in that top echelon of receivers, uh, and can he can he get a big enough um, average per reception to uh, stay in that top tier as well. Uh, he's going to get a lot of underneath stuff, like I said. So he's going to get a lot of catches. He's going to be, again, a PPR monster. Keep that in mind. But he might not be uh, the – the playmaker that the second guy, Claypool, uh, could be this year. I think Claypool is primed for a huge year in fantasy football and for the Steelers. He is the top deep threat on the team, and he's going to be their biggest threat in the red zone as well. Um, he's just... I could i could totally see uh, Chase Claypool being the number one wide receiver out of Pittsburgh by the end of the year. However... I don't rank him as high as Deontay Johnson because he's going to be so boom or bust most weeks. I, I really believe that. I think you're going to see 25 and 30-point games out of Chase Claypool this year, and then I think you're going to see 5 and 7-point games out of Chase Claypool this year because he's going to be inconsistent. So uh, it, what do you value I, in your wide receivers? If you're getting him as maybe your third wide receiver, then – yeah, sign me up all day long. Even as a second wide receiver, I think he's going to put up wide receiver two numbers this year. But, you know, that inconsistency might be a factor that drives his stock down a little bit. Uh, so, you know, keep that in mind when targeting Claypool uh, as a precaution there. But uh, don't forget about Juju Smith-Schuster, guys. He is Ben's security blanket. He's got a great rapport with Ben, and that can't be... Uh, discounted at all. Um, I do think he has the lowest ceiling of the players, but he probably also has the highest floor of the three as well. You could make an argument that Johnson does have the highest floor, but I think you're going to see Juju Smith-Schuster not go away in games as much as Claypool and Johnson could. So uh, especially if Juju plays outside more this year, which uh, he's talking up, we're seeing that in training camp. If he does end up playing outside more this year, I really like his chances of becoming or, or of doing better in fantasy this year. So um, he he's a great bench stash at first, even a, a flex player um, if you're if you're needing your third wide receiver to be your flex player. But get him as wide receiver three on your roster, or even if you can get him as your wide receiver four, then you are doing fantastic. So don't forget about Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, in this offense. At least two out of the three of these guys should end up being top 25 wide receivers. I could see all three being top 25 wide receivers again, as they all were last year in PPR leagues. Um, so, you know, this this could be a, a great year, but uh, one thing or a couple things to keep in mind is that Najee Harris will eat some targets that 
running backs did not eat last year, so uh, some targets will be going his way. And Ben will probably be throwing less this year. At least that is what we all hope as Steelers fans. So if that is the case, then you can uh, fade these the all three of these guys as top 25 players. Um, I think you're probably better off to see two out of three of them. So which two is it going to be? If I had to bet on it, I would say it's Johnson and it's Claypool with Juju Smith-Schuster not far behind. But if anybody on this team, any of those three, were to be injured or miss any time, then you obviously give a huge boost to the ones that are left available. All right, we're going to head into our break. But when we come back, we're going to get into my best bets for players that are going to ex exceed their expectations or their rankings this year and also my bad bets guys that i don't think are going to perform as well as their rankings might suggest we're going to talk about the other rookies in the uh, in the spectrum here and then uh, i'm going to hit on some of the guys that could be potential dfs darlings all right don't go anywhere we'll be right back I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome back to the Steelers Fantasy Football Fix. Thanks for sticking with me through the break. Let's jump right in to my best bets for the 2021 season. Wide receivers that I think are going to outperform their ranking or ADP in fantasy football this year. Let's jump into two guys from the same team. I've lumped them together here. Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. These guys are ranked 15 and 21 according to ESPN and 13th and 32nd for Cooper Cup according to NFL.com. Cooper Cup's really the one I want to focus on, but uh, Robert Woods I also see as a potential top 10 guy. Uh, with Matthew Stafford there now, this offense could really click. I love Matthew Stafford in fantasy, and I think Robert Woods and Cooper Cup end up being or end up with a little higher ceiling because he is under center. So specifically, Cooper Cup, I like him to crack the top twenty. He's outside that in both ranking systems right now. So Cooper Cup, don't forget about the guys from the Rams. These two players are consistently good in fantasy, and I think you'll see that again. One or both of them could be top 10, top 15 by the end of the year. 
and uh, McVay's offense should click again with Daryl Henderson running the football and these guys with Matthew Stafford back there, who is a much better playmaker than uh, Goff ever will be, (laughs) ever was there. So just keep those guys higher up on your rankings. Uh, They are a pair of my best bets for the 2021 season. The other uh, guy, uh, one of the other guys, excuse me, that I uh, really like this year is Tyler Lockett from Seattle. I think the Seattle Seahawks saw last year what their offense could be with Russell Wilson throwing the football more. I don't know if it's going to be to the extent that we saw early on last year, but he's going to throw the football a little bit more than he has in the past. And I like Tyler Lockett to be a top 20 player right now. He is 26th according to ESPN, uh, but he's 11th according to NFL.com. I don't see him that high personally, but I do see him being in the top 20 for sure. So take Tyler Lockett a little higher than uh, some of the other receivers you uh, that or that may be ranked right around his current ranking, especially according to ESPN. Uh, the third guy that I like is Odell Beckham Jr. from the Cleveland Browns. Don't hate me, but I see him being better than his wide receiver 30 ranking, according to ESPN. And for some reason, NFL.com doesn't even have him ranked in their top 50. So I'm really liking Odell Beckham Jr. to definitely be a, a top 25 wide receiver. I think a top 20 wide receiver is not out of the question. His talent is so immense. And... It hasn't worked out so far in Cleveland, but Kevin Stefanski is a different dude. He's different than Kitchens was. Uh, He's a winner. He is a good coach. He's going to put him in a position to succeed. So jump on Odell Beckham Jr. If he's lurking there in the middle rounds, he could end up being a huge steal. Somebody that it wouldn't surprise me a bit in that offense if he became a top 10 player again at the position. So, Odo Beckham Jr., the upside is there. Jump on it. And then my fourth best bets to outperform their ranking uh, is Elijah Moore from the Jets. The rookie. Yes, the rookie uh, first-round pick, I believe. He was taken in the first round by the Jets. This guy is lighting it up in training camp from everything we're hearing. He is the ultimate route runner. He's going to be open a lot. And I think Zach Wilson's going to feed him rookies, rookie or him being a rookie quarterback means he's going to be throwing to Elijah Moore a lot in practice. A rapport is going to grow there. And I like Elijah Moore as a top 50 player. He's currently unranked according to ESPN and NFL.com. So, Get Elijah Moore for your bench in the late rounds. Let him marinate there, if you will, for a little bit and see what he might become. He could be a stud as soon as this year. And uh, definitely, if you are looking at Dynasty Leagues, he is a player to watch for Dynasty Leagues. Uh, Somebody that you will want to have on your roster and to stash away for the future. All right, those are my best bets. Those are guys I think are going to play well in 2021 better than they are currently ranked. All right, let's get into the bad bets section. Guys, I don't think are going to be ranked at the end of the year, or 
I guess, perform throughout the year as high as their ranking might indicate as we go into the draft. The first one for me is Terry McLaurin from Washington. According to ESPN, he is the ninth ranked wide receiver. And according to NFL.com, he's the 22nd ranked wide receiver. So I have him probably somewhere in between that. I don't like him as a top 10 wide receiver this year. I would say he's probably going to be closer to uh, 15 to 20 uh, in that range. So I wouldn't be spending a, a top 10 wide receiver money on Terry McLaurin in my draft this year. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick at quarterback is an upgrade, granted, but he's so inconsistent I don't know about that offensive system there. We don't really know much about it. We just haven't seen much out of it. So I'm fading him a little bit going into the season. Uh, right now, uh, he'll still be a good player. Uh, definitely a solid wide receiver two potential for that wide receiver one. But I don't know if I'd spend as much uh, draft capital on him as I would for some of the other guys in that top ten. I would definitely go for an Allen Robinson or uh, an A.J. Brown up well before I would go for a Terry McLaurin. Um, The second guy on my list of bad bets is Julio Jones. And, uh, yes, a future Hall of Famer, but in Tennessee they like to run the football. Derrick Henry is uh, public enemy number one for the rest of the league when you play the Tennessee Titans. And second is A.J. Brown. Julio Jones is going to fill that Corey Davis role Probably a little bit better than Corey Davis, but he's an older player, and I just don't think wide receiver 16 is where I would take him this year. Uh, outside my top 20 for sure, right on the edge of that, but outside my top 20. And then my third bad bet is Kenny Galladay. Man, for the Giants, uh, what a, a, their big pickup of the offseason at wide receiver, other than their rookie draft pick that we'll talk about a little bit later, But he is ranked as wide receiver 24, and right now I don't see any indications of him being a top 25 wide receiver. Uh, That offense has so many weapons, first off. And then with Saquon Barkley coming back hopefully healthy, he's going to eat up some targets. Daniel Jones, I'm still not sure if he is a real franchise quarterback, a true franchise quarterback there. So I would fade Kenny Galladay outside my top 25. He is wide receiver 24 according to ESPN, and let me see if I can find him on NFL.com. I apologize, I don't have him sooner. But yeah, he is ranked way down the list. (laughs) I'm seeing several. I'm seeing Sterling Shepard and Darius Slayton well above him. Yeah, he's not even ranked in their top 50 on NFL.com. I don't think I would fade him that much, but he is definitely not somebody I'm taking in my top 25 wide receivers. And then fourth is Jamar Chase, the rookie wide receiver for Cincinnati. ESPN has him ranked in as the 25 ranked, 25th ranked wide receiver on their board and uh, right behind Kenny Galladay. And uh, I don't I don't know if I like that, especially early on in the year. T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd are fantastic wide receivers. Higgins showed that he is going to be the number one there, at least for this season. And uh, reports are that Jamar Chase is coming along a little slower 
than might have been hoped. Now, you can't take everything from training camp as legit. This is how it's going to go in the season. But there are often headaches for rookies, and <clears throat> there is definitely a rookie wall that can be hit. Uh, so Jamar Chase, I fade him a little bit. Out of my top 25 wide receivers when it comes to drafting, he could be a great add later in the year via trade or something like that, but maybe steer clear of him in your top 25 wide receivers going into draft day. All right, let's jump on into the rookie roundup since we're talking Jamar Chase. Like I said, not top 25 right now, uh, but a great pickup for Dynasty Leagues for sure. Uh, and potentially a good DFS player um, in the middle of the season as his as he gets his feet wet, as his um, abilities start to become more apparent in that offense, he could be somebody to look for as a as a flex type player in DFS. Somebody you're not going to have to spend a lot of money, virtual or real, on. Uh, so. Keep him in mind for DFS and definitely jump all over him on Dynasty Leagues. I rank him as my number two overall rookie after Najee Harris. Uh, ESPN actually has them flipped, but I think that Najee Harris provides the greater value at the running back position in that offense in Pittsburgh. So Chase is a great add, though, for Dynasty Leagues. Uh, The second guy taken in the... NFL draft this last year, uh, the second wide receiver taken, was Jalen Waddell from Alabama. He's down there in Miami. He could be the one in Miami sooner rather than later if he stays healthy or gets healthy, I guess. Um, battled through some injuries at Alabama that this last year. But if he's healthy, uh, then his speed and his just dynamic playmaking ability could vault him to number one in Miami sooner rather than later. But... I fade him right now because I'm not sure about Tua. I don't know about Tua Tagovailoa if he's going to be a stud quarterback or not. So keep an eye on him. Again, somebody that's a great pickup for Dynasty Leagues. Uh, but don't spend a early draft capital or even middle round draft capital on Jalen Waddell. He could be a bench ad for your last pick of the draft or something like that. Devontae Smith hurts as in Jalen Hurts, hurts his value a little bit right now because Jalen Hurts is the running quarterback. uh, And if he's anything like we saw last year, that's going to be his modus operandi. That's how he's going to earn his keep there. He'll throw the ball a good bit. Devontae Smith could be the one uh, like Waddle there sooner rather than later. But for now, Devontae Smith to me is is a bench stash at best. Uh, the 20th overall pick in the 2021 NFL Draft was Kadarius Toney out of Florida, and he went to the Giants. I don't see him being worth drafting at this point in fantasy football this year, uh, but he is somebody to keep an eye on for the waiver wire throughout the season because um, if some of these other players there were to get injured, Darius Slayton, and, Darius Slayton specifically uh, has had some injury history the past couple years. Um, you could see Kadarius Tony work his way into that lineup, but he's a waiver wire at best right now. Keep an eye on him there. Rashad Bateman was the last wide receiver taken in the first round, and he went to the dreaded Baltimore Ravens. 
And his upside is hurt because Lamar Jackson is not the greatest passer in the world. They say they're going to work on that. But as of right now, I I see him as a as a good bench stash for your for your fantasy team, but um, he had a soft tissue injury. I believe it was uh, Tuesday that that happened, or, or Monday's practice, one of the two, but uh, something to keep an eye on there to see if he's even healthy to start the year. It doesn't sound like it was structural, like an ACL or anything like that, but it does sound like it could keep him out for uh, the or- early portion of the season, maybe for all of training camp in the preseason, which is a big deal for rookies. So keep an eye on Rashad Bateman there. And then I have a couple non-first round wide receivers to watch, guys that were not taken in the first round of the NFL draft this year. But uh, we talked about one a little bit, Elijah Moore. I really like his upside. I like the volume that he might get in that offense. He is definitely, uh, other than Chase, uh, he's probably the next guy I would want on my team, honestly. Chase, Waddle, and Devontae Smith. Uh, uh, let me rephrase that. Waddle and Devontae Smith and Elijah Moore are probably the guys that uh, are lumped closest together there uh, as far as potential help at wide receiver, potential contributors there. So watch Elijah Moore and uh, draft him somewhere in your draft. Uh, he is definitely a draftable player. Um, so keep an eye on him. And then another guy that's flying under the radar but has a great body type for the position and is an uber athlete in the mold of a Martavis Bryant or Chase Claypool kind of guy taken in the second round by the Carolina Panthers. It's Terrace Marshall Jr. out of LSU. He rode behind some really good wide receivers, including Jamar Chase there. Uh, So his skill set is not as uh, well-known, I guess, as some of the other guys. But he could seriously be a contributor this year, uh, potentially the wide receiver one there in Carolina. And that's a deep wide receiver room. But news and notes out of Carolina say that this guy is impressive. He is going to be hard to keep off the field. So somebody that you might consider as a late, late, late draftable player or somebody you want to check on waivers early on in the season. Terrace. Terrace Marshall Jr. Remember that name? I see big things for Terrace Marshall Jr. in store. All right, guys, I appreciate you joining me again for the third episode of the Steelers Fantasy Football Fix. If you haven't listened to episodes one and two, you can find them anywhere you get your podcasts. You can even get them from the Behind the Steel Curtain website. Uh, Check those out. We've talked about quarterbacks and running backs and now wide receivers. We're trying to get you ready for draft day here at the Triple F Fantasy Football Fix podcast. Speaking of which, I did a Twitter poll this last week to uh, have listeners decide on what our uh, hashtag would be for the Fantasy Football Fix. And I didn't get a great response on Twitter. So uh, I talked with uh, Brian Anthony Davis, the... Uh, podcast coordinator, director, whatever you want to call him, manager <laughs> uh, at Behind the Steel Curtain. And he mentioned to me uh, about a, an old show called The F Troop. Uh, it was a satirical or comedy uh, western, I guess, back in the 60s. I've never seen it, don't know anything about it, but Triple F Troop does have a nice ring to it. If 
you guys want to follow me on Twitter, it's at thebets93, at T-H-E-B-E-T-Z-9-3. And uh, you guys can tell me what you think about the Triple F Troop, hashtag Triple F Troop. If you ever have any questions for me or want to talk fantasy football, use that hashtag and let's talk fantasy. All right, that's all the time I have for today. So until next time, God bless and have a great week.